And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here on Tuesday, June 14th, after Game 5 of the Celtics versus Warriors. Celtics losing 104-94 to to Golden State. Um, Sam always says, you know, after a loss, it's easier to talk because you can complain about stuff. I don't have anything else to complain about because it's the same shit. Like, well, I, it makes I, it I, worse. I'm just like, talk. well, I understand, but like... This podcast is going to sound the exact same as the one that we did after game two or after game three or whenever the last time we did game four podcast after. Did we do one after game four? Yeah, because we went through all the threes they missed. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the same thing. I mean, they they did the exact same things that they did wrong in game four. The offense was non-existent. Jason Tatum finally picked it up a little, but Jalen Brown decided to be the worst player on earth. It, It was just like... You can't make it up. It's been the same story ever since the Bucks series. They turned the ball over 18 times, 22 Warriors points off of those. Um, I guess if you want to find some sort of silver lining, which we can talk about, they played great defense on Steph Curry, like the best defense, but they wasted it because they, wasted it. I, like, they just couldn't find any offense. And that's been the story of the postseason. They just The defense has always been fine, but the offense is the most inconsistent thing on planet Earth. So it's been impossible for them to win more than – one have they won three games in a row since that two games in a row since the net series they've won yes. two but they haven't won three right no yeah they've won two twice they won six and seven against milwaukee four and five against miami okay. so listen 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 celtics fans everywhere have every reason to be upset today <clears throat> i am upset today jack is upset today however you should not feel like they have no chance you should be upset. What is this role reversal that's going on? Because usually no, that's no, what no. I say when you complain. <laughs> well, see, I always com- I I'm still very upset that they lost game four. I think that was a better chance for them to win than it was uh, yesterday. Because listen, you had you had it. You were up five points in the fourth quarter. You might have been up more at one point, but when you really went cold, you were up five, and then you you didn't you scored like no points for the rest of the quarter. Six points over the last seven minutes. That's uncalled for. Uh, they, they came out yesterday and they said, Hey, uh, just in case you didn't see the last game, we'll do it again. And they were horrible (laughs) again in the fourth quarter, but you know, they really weren't ever in control in the fourth quarter. So it stings a bit less still annoying because they were really bad in the first half. And then they gave you hope. And then they were, they were like, okay, we took your sleep away. Gotcha. Um, but seriously, I am annoyed. You know, you are annoyed. But it does not mean that they can't win, at the very least, on Thursday to force a game seven. You know, when it, you have to win one at a yeah. time. And the same things that stuck out to me in the Milwaukee series after they lost game five, which, by the way, was a more brutal loss than this one. Um, these guys, I think both Tatum and Brown had very confident answers in the post game, which is atypical yeah. from those guys. I mean, it's become normal in the playoffs, and they've backed it up. <laughs> but, you know, throughout the season in their careers, it's kind of been atypical. They usually are not, you know, saying, uh, it's like it's more of we know what we have to do. But, like, they're like, no, we're confident. We're confident. We'll figure it out. And for whatever reason, uh, like probably a month ago now, yeah, about huh, against Milwaukee when they were in the same situation, but uh, game six was on the road, which is more daunting. I don't know what it was. Them saying things like that made me more comfortable. And I kind of feel the same way. But 
they have a lot of work to do, right? They they've looked real bad in the last four of the last five quarters. Right, the third yeah. quarter they played excellent basketball, and even They're in the second quarter right? they weren't too too bad, right? In the second yeah. quarter, I was real frustrated when we came on the halftime show because I felt they played really good defense and had a good quarter and ended up losing the quarter. Mm-hmm. They lost the, the second quarter, and uh, when you're listening to this, it'll be Monday's game. Well, it'll always be Monday's game, but it won't be yesterday <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, man, throughout the game, they failed to – capitalize in the important situations whether it was in the second quarter when they would cut it to six and then they got it ballooned back up to 12 or in the third quarter when they got their own lead up to five and then they closed the quarter and golden state went into the fourth with a one-point lead those are things that come back to bite you in the end of the game whether you really notice it or not it's not typically what people remember right in game four people will remember Oh, uh, you know, they, they didn't make any shots for the last seven minutes of game. They only scored six points, but they had plenty of chances throughout that game four to capitalize and to make their lead bigger than seven points. And they never did. Yes. And that yes. was part of the reason why they ended up losing that game. They have failed on a larger scale to step on the throat of opposing teams. And they have done it on a smaller scale in individual games and, do do I think it's a given that they are going to lose the next game? No, but there is a feel, which which I have come out you know already and kind of said I'm on the opposite end of. But there is a feel that your Cinderella in the clock has struck midnight. You know your your luck has run out. You are no longer uh, won every game after a loss, right? You finally lost back to back games. There are all kinds of things that people are riding on that kind of no longer stand. And I'll stop talking. I've been going for a while. No, I mean, I'll say this. I'm not with everything the Celtics have done this season. It'd be stupid to give up on this team, right? They've battled back from being a 500 team out of the play in to now in the NBA finals. They were down three, two against Milwaukee. They came back, they threw a game uh, in Miami or sorry, in Boston against Miami. And then they came back and won game six. They, I, I mean, they swept Brooklyn, but all of those games were close. They battled mm-hmm. through that series as well. And so there, there's a world where they come out, they win game six, they feel confident, they go on the road, where they've been good this postseason, and they win again, and they win the finals, and this conversation is useless. But this is the least confident I've been in this team in a long time, like since they were 500, I would say. Well, of course, they're playing a real team. Yes. Uh, Milwaukee was a real team. It, to to their credit, Miami and, and the was the real team same, too. I'm no, not allowing no, no, this no, conversation. No, 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 no. Yes, Miami yes. sucks, dog. And, I'm and, not allowing and that Maybe not in the grand scheme of things. Throughout the regular season, they were good, but they were bad in that playoff series. Everybody not named Jimmy Butler for the most part was bad. They were bad, and, and you can't even argue with it. All those guys sucked. Half these guys, Struess, known as a shooter, dude was horrible in that series. All he all he's supposed to do is shoot, and he couldn't shoot. Lowry horrible throughout the series. Bam, no show in half the games. Like. That series had no business being seven games. They were far and away better than Miami throughout that series. And the only reason it went seven games is because of how bad the Celtics were and how how they made things more difficult on themselves. And that's exactly, regardless, I mean, we we can sit here and debate whether or not Miami is a good team. We've disagreed on that for about nine months now. Um, 
that's that's why I'm not confident anymore. And uh, again, I'm not saying like I'm giving up. This isn't me throwing in the towel. I'm still going to believe in this team and I'm still going to, you know, root for this team and hope that they can pull this out because everything they've done shows me they're resilient and they're fully capable of winning when they're at their best. But in terms of my personal confidence levels, it's at an all time low. And I don't think it's ridiculous to say that they've played consistently inconsistent for the entire postseason. Uh, they're averaging 12 turnovers in their wins and 17 in their losses. They are 13 and two when they have less than 16 turnovers. I mean, talk about like the lowest bar you could possibly set for a team that you're 13 and two when you don't have a ridiculous amount of turnovers and they're one in seven when they have more than like, how is that a stat? How is that the bar? How is 16 turnovers a bar? What was the average turnovers in the NBA this year? Do you, do you know? Yeah, you have it right off the top of my head. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I, I Why you look it up? I want to take a guess. Take a guess. What what do we think the average turnovers was in the regular 14, season for a team? 14. Average turnovers in a game. A- average was around I, I, maybe 14, but the highest mm. was 16.5. That was the most turnovers, and second was 14.9. So all the Celtics have to do is not be the worst team in basketball, and they win the game. Basically. What have I been telling the, you for two weeks, man? That was the Houston Rockets, by the way, who averaged 16.5 turnovers. So all the Celtics have to do to win a playoff game effectively is not be the Rockets and they win the playoff game. Like th- that is the lowest bar you could possibly set. And again, this isn't me giving up on the team because they have been resilient. They've showed they can play without turning it over. But this is ridiculous. And it's this it the, the, the part that gets to me the most is it's the same turnovers. It's the exact same plays. It's Tatum making a lazy pass. It's Jalen Brown driving into tra- traffic without a plan. It's Marcus Smart trying to make a pass that he probably can make, but there's a disconnect. It's Al Horford, I guess, dribbling up the court and just handing the ball to the Warriors. That, that was he a hasn't joke been too bad. That was a joke, but you know exactly what I'm saying. It's them rushing into the offense, making sloppy passes, and trying to do too much. And I don't understand why they continue to do that because you know Ime Udoka like, is on their ass about it. You, he's literally said to them, we, we saw the quote, don't play like assholes. Right. And they just continue to do it. So I'm baffled. And it's just I'm going to keep saying it because it's entertaining to me to say, just don't be the Houston Rockets and you win the championship effectively. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. And they're just playing like the Rockets. Well, steal my thunder. Why don't you? I mean, I've been saying for weeks. I know you all they have to do. I didn't plan the quote. It just backed you up really well. (laughs) Uh, But seriously, I've said it on the pregame show. I've said it on here. I, I first said it to Ian Steele with ABC six, him and Nick Coit were nice enough to get me credentialed to go to game three with them of the last series. And so I could kind of get a feel for what it's like to do, do that job, which I forever will appreciate. I just said to him, I said, all they have to do to win these games, is not be the absolute worst. And they just continue to do it. Just, and, and if you really want like the most like glaring example, look at the last two fourth quarters and also look at the free throws. That's it. They missed 10 free throws yesterday. They lost by 10. It was really more than 10 because garbage time. But even regardless of, you know, the difference, if you're making 10 free throws more than you did yesterday, oh. that's a game. I know. I, dude, I, I keep forgetting about the free throws just because I forgot about it after the done, last but it, game. But I, I remembered I yesterday. Tatum missed both free throws twice yesterday. What is going on? And and it's not often I can sit here and be like, yeah, I could do that. I can make free throws, man. I'll, I'll go out there and make free throws. I know that that's always the argument. I, I, I can do it. I can make free throws. It. 
it's it's baffling that the things killing the Celtics are things completely under their own control, which is ironic because the things that aren't completely under their control, they're doing a great job at, right? They're they're defending Stephen Curry at an all time level like that. They that was the best defense they played on Stephen Curry all series, all yeah. series. It was phenomenal, and I'm gonna write about it later today if I can find the time. Hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but they wasted it, right? Like Marcus Smart, Derek White did a phenomenal job of chasing him off the line. Al Horford, Robert Williams, press stop. Robert Williams did a great job of coming up. Jason Tatum chased him around. He got nothing. That was the, I, I don't know the exact stat, but that was the first. Oh yeah. I think that was the first playoff game he's ever played in where he didn't hit a three and the Celtics lost by 10. And yeah. it wasn't really 10, but th- that's what the final box score says. So that's what I'm going with because they didn't deserve to win that game at all they no. did not deserve to win it they played like shit maybe you know they deserve to someone win, win some of those miami games but they blew it the the way i see it and i know your argument is against miami which is fine if the celtics play like that at any point throughout the game and it costs them they don't deserve to win the game like because they, they cost themselves none of the games the celtics lost this postseason and if i'm forgetting one off the top of my head it's just because i'm ranting they it, it's not like they've deserved to win it and they lost they blew them themselves. They have actively mm, fought yeah. against themselves, right? The like one, it's not the only know, one I can think of is game three against Milwaukee. They're kind of unlucky had a couple threes, like halfway down to ice the game in the closing minute. But like, even then, like you got yourself down, like things like that. But I, and I stand by this when they lose and I complain about it and say they should have won. I don't say they, they deserve to win. I said they should have won. I, I think when they lose, they deserve it. They deserve to lose the last two games. They were bad. They were bad down the stretch. They choked them away, especially the game four. I mean, you had a golden opportunity to go up three to one in the finals. Imagine the amount of money I could have put on the Warriors to make myself feel better about it. And, and they cost me that. They cost me insurance. And here I am as a fan now, uh, preparing to watch two elimination <laughs> games, hopefully. It's horrible. It, it's it's so bad. They continue to be careless. They continue to be sloppy on offense down the stretch. Everything they, they take down the stretch is tough fallaways. Nothing's easy. And everything starts to come easy on the other end for the warriors. It's just wholeheartedly frustrating to watch. And it, it sucked yesterday because I'm one of the biggest Marcus fans in all the land. And I think he had a good game for the most part, but at the beginning of the fourth quarter, he lost his cool he got the tech, then he turned the ball over with the offensive foul. Whether you think it should have been a foul or not, it really doesn't matter. That's what they called. And you can complain about the officials all you want on Twitter today. The Celtics had no business. Uh, well, the officials had no no real impact on the outcome of that game. And you can, you can say it all you want. You can say that uh, opening stretch of the fourth quarter was a momentum swing, sure. But, I mean, listen, if you don't play – like the absolute worst in the first half, and you don't play like the absolute worst in the fourth quarter, you win that game. I'm, you're not being, you're not asking a lot by saying that. I'm not saying the Celtics should have made every single one of the first 12 threes they missed yesterday, or or they should have had a yeah. perfect fourth quarter like they did in game one. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe make four of the first 12 threes, right? And maybe make seven shots in the fourth quarter instead of three. like. It's not or, that much to ask. That's the crazy I, part. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe you said this and I'm I'm deaf. Or you just make a couple free throws. You don't. Miss yeah, you missed ten minutes. free throws yesterday. <laughs> that one always slips just because like it's not live uh, action and in like it's frustrating for a second and then like they have to play again. 
but oh my gosh, like the amount of things they have done to shoot themselves in the foot throughout this spring is enough to take years. I wonder if they've killed people. Like people are having heart attacks. No, this team. no, no. Oh, I'm sure they are. If I was old, uh. I might. <laughs> I, I'm serious. If I was old, it would it would have serious effects on my health. You know, I mean, it's why you got to eat right and stay in shape and things. You, you make sure <laughs> your heart's healthy, right? They, they, they just, would give you a heart attack, this team. I All I can think about, I just tweeted it because it, it was baffling to me. All I can keep thinking about is the Houston Rockets stat. Like, it, literally, the Celtics just have to be better than the Houston Rockets and they win the championship, and they can't do that. And that that's, that's so mind-numbingly painful. Like, six, 16 turnovers is the bar. 16. Like, how? How is that the bar? That makes absolutely zero sense. They averaged 13.6 in the regular season. And they're at, like, <laughs> it's just, what are they averaging in the postseason? Are they averaging 16? That would surprise me. Probably it not, because they've won a bunch 14, of 14-3. They're averaging 14.3. Which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't bad, but in the finals, it's definitely significantly higher. It was 16 the last time I looked, we'll and I finals. think that was after game three. In the finals, it's 15.6. Okay. That's well, that would be second most in the regular season. Like, like I, I don't get it. When's the last time the Celtics averaged that many turnovers? And if it was like last year, and maybe I'll sound like an idiot, but it's it's crazy that they can keep doing it. And like I said, it's the same turnovers. It's not like they're just getting unlucky. Warriors are stripping them, and the Warriors are playing good defense. Like, this isn't me taking away from that, but the large majority of Boston's turnovers has been just them throwing the ball away. And, and that's the most painful part. Jason Tatum had four turnovers last night uh, when we were recording this. Jalen Brown had five. Marcus Smart had four. And that's all you need, right? That's what? Right there, that's 13 for two and three mm. players. It's just, it, it's baffling to watch. Um, and I, I don't, like like I said when I started the show, I don't really know what else to say about it. Like, it's just bad. And us complaining about it isn't going to change it. It's just crazy that we've been talking about it for a month and a half at this point, and it's still happening the same exact way. I don't understand how they haven't realized that all they have to do to win is not play like idiots. Like we're saying it, you've said it for months. I just called them the Houston Rockets, and they still haven't realized it. And I I understand they can be confident, and I'm glad they're confident, and I will keep saying it. I'm not going to give up on the team until they lose four games in a series. But man, is it frustrating watching them hand the ball to the Golden State Warriors every two seconds? It's just, it's, it's impossibly, it's impossible to explain for me at this point. Like, I don't, I don't even like. I, I have no other explanation. Like, my explanation is, don't do it. Stop. <laughs> like, it's like they're they're like a golden retriever. I'm like, drop it. Stop. Don't stop turning the ball over. Like, it's just, it's just not gonna happen at this point. So, we all we can do is hope that one of two things happens. For the next two games, they either have to not turn the ball over 16 times, not meet the lowest bar that could possibly be set for a playoff team, or they just stop missing from three, which is possible. We've seen them do it before because if they get hot from three, the turnovers eventually become a little bit less important. It's not even like threes. It's just other simple things. It's I know, no, it's I making mean, free throws. It's it's getting better looks inside layups. or layups. Or, Make yeah, your layups. It's not. It's not even like that much. To, it, we're not asking for crazy stuff. It's not. It, it's. I said it earlier. It's not like we're saying, okay, you need to repeat the fourth quarter you had in game one, and then also, you know, make all the threes you missed in game uh, five 
in the first half, like all 12 of them. No. Brutal. It, it's so simple, and it just it, – it is mind-boggling how they continue to get in their own way. And, and Tatum even came out and said, you know, we're not doing this on purpose, we swear, which is funny. <laughs> I'm glad he acknowledges it. Yeah. But from, you know, our standpoint, it's like, what the hell's going on here? And And this is, like, another thing that, like, makes it worse is – is it great that they're in the finals? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And, and if you really want to, you know, oh, you should look at it as a whole and they were 500 or below 500 in January. Yeah, great. Cool. They're in the finals now. And you know what? They've had at least game four. You really could have won game five, too, if you weren't horrible. But you should have won game four and you didn't. You should have been up three to one. And you should be in prime position to hang a banner or not hang it, but win it at home on Thursday. But no, you lost the last two games in like disaster fashion. You you didn't show up in either of the fourth quarters. And now you have to fight for your life in a game six at home where you haven't been particularly great all postseason. And then you have to go win on at, at Golden State where they've only lost once. Granted, it was to you. And you've been pretty good on the road. That is However, good. Like, listen to the difference in those two situations. Just based on, again, not being the absolute worst in two fourth quarters. How different it could be. It's just, it's so frustrating. And it it makes it less, the the whole situation less sweet. If they got to the finals and, and right from the jump, you could tell they were outmatched and you were like, all right, like, this truly is as far as they could have gone this year, and it, in, it's whatever. But you have shown that you can compete with this Golden State team, and you should have won at least one more game than you have right now. I mean, the series could be over if you just executed down the stretch. You could have won. Could be over the other way, too. But, oh, is it frustrating. It's frustrating. It's like when I was younger and, like, I'd be like to my parents, you know, why why are you not happy with certain grades? And they were like, if you were a C student, we'd be happy with C's, but you're not. You know, you, yeah, you can do better. That's, than that. that is the argument. Yeah. And if the Celtics were C students, we'd we'd be all fine with it. We'd be like, oh, cool, man. Like, great. Even before the season, before they were horrible, before they were the absolute worst for three months, I felt that they would have a good season. Did I think they would go this far? Maybe not. But I thought they would at least compete, and they'd maybe get to the conference finals with the team they had at the beginning of the year. And and now you've put it together and you've showed everyone you can kick ass and dominate. You went what uh, 31 and nine or something like over the last 40 games, something crazy like that. And now all of a sudden you can't play anymore. You can't close games, which you've never, you haven't been good at all season in fairness. They have not been good at close in close games. Oh, it's just, it's, no. it's frustrating to watch. And I'll say this. I know you don't love doing this. You have to credit Golden State. Like, they've done well. They've played great. They, like, have deservedly won these games because the Celtics have presented them the opportunity and they handed it to them. It's not like – and this isn't me admitting the Heat are a bad team. It's just me saying that the Warriors are a better team than the Heat. Like, I understand what you're saying, that the Celtics looked like the better team for the majority of that Heat series, if not the entire one. But this one – it's very clear that there is a like very top notch team in front of you and you cannot make any mistakes and they're making mistake after mistake and they're still in it, right? It's three, two. It's not series isn't over. If like, I'll put it this way. If they had won, you know, 
game I'm, I'm trying to think in my head before I, I talk if they went up 3-1 and then Golden State won to go up 3-2 I feel like a lot of people would feel differently you know what I'm saying they're down 3-2 I'm, I'm getting all jumbled up my point is the fashion that they have lost makes it feel like they're in a bigger hole than they are right yeah because, because they you compare the it to that, what it could that be. That last analogy I just said doesn't make any sense. I was getting confused in my own head. My point is they've shown the ability to compete, but the fact that they have crumbled in the epic fashion that they have makes it feel a lot worse than it is. And rightfully so, because they haven't shown the ability to be consistent. But all it takes for the Celtics to win the finals is two solid games. And we've seen them put those together in a row, two in a row. We have in the past. So it's not impossible they, they can do it again. But the fact that they've played just below the lowest bar of the Houston Rockets consistently makes it feel like they're in an, uh, like an insurmountable hole, which they're not is the point I've been trying to stumble into here that I've just can't put the words together. So I'm not, you know, going to say they're done, but I am saying, which I said at the start, this is the least confident I've been. And I hope they prove me wrong. And I would love nothing more than a 15 point victory in Boston on Thursday that like that, that, that would be amazing. And I'd feel, well, you laugh, but it's very possible because they've done it so many times. No, I'm, before. I'm laughing because I say that all the time. I'm like, you know, like I really I know, like to just I know enjoy a game too. and like not have to stress. And yeah, I, I mean, listen, you did it in game three. You can do yeah. it. You played a great seven quarters at home. Mm-hmm. The last one screwed you. <laughs> that it did. It, it's, I mean, listen, they have been good at home in this series. It's just, listen, you, you really were, again, the absolute worst for the fourth quarter, and it cost you. <laughs> it, it, it keeps coming back to that. It's not I even know. like they were kind of uh, bad or they were average. They scored six points in the last seven minutes of the game. They made two shots. And also, listen, I'm not saying it's going to make a difference in that situation. However... I think those six points are a little bit more valuable if you make three twos instead of two threes. And I'll tell you why. Which six points? What are we referencing? In the last seven minutes of game four. Oh, okay. Yes. We've had this conversation, I think, with John Corrales. We were talking to him because it was when Tatum was real, real bad from three. He missed like 20 in a row or something. And I was like, he needs to just stop. And like, we we got into talking about like analytics and like, if you make one of three from three or something it's or it's like you have to make significantly less threes to get the same amount of points you would if you made like way more twos of course yeah it's math but i just think that prevents golden state it doesn't prevent it, in it that no situation. i know what you're saying but it if stops you're the momentum. scoring you get more exactly buckets, if you're yes. scoring on more possessions and this goes back to me saying in, on the last show and complaining that they took seven straight threes. If you're able to just get baskets, even if you score the same amount of points, it just it, it seems to make it harder to go on a run if if you are scoring more times. Of even course, if it's the they same can't, value, they can't, they can't run off the rebound. Run. Exactly, they you get set. Like there is value to that. Absolutely, it, it's unrelated. And does it change game four if they make three shots instead of two? Probably not. But in, in, I don't know, it's just, it's something that trickled into my head. Cause I was like, they really only made two shots in seven minutes. That's really pathetic. It's brutal. It, it was brutal. Um, also, how's your boy Jordan Poole doing? I know you, you're not a fan of him. 
No, I really like him. He's sucked for the most part. He's made like two really long threes. One momentum three, though. That that was that was. I I knew it was as soon as as soon as they pressed up on Wiggins, I knew they were going to get a three. Because there was why did they do that? There was why did they press up on Wiggins? What like and again, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because the Celtics played poorly enough where that one three didn't matter. But why did they press up on Wiggins? What what like for what reason? Like you saw the guy ahead, just Jordan Poole, man. Yeah, dude, he's buddy, been really bad. He's been bad. Cone. He he doesn't play defense, and he tries to do far too much on offense. Once in a while, he makes a crazy shot, like he did in uh, those last two home games. For he's State. two for two on buzzer beating three third quarter threes this year that shouldn't have gotten. But like, <laughs> there's other possessions where he dribbles for like 15 seconds and then shoots an air ball, and it's the greatest. Like in that third quarter, before he made that, he had had a couple of those, and he came out in the fourth quarter and airballed right off rip. Like, fine, dude. Let that guy play more minutes. And and I'm not backing down from thinking like he's not that good. He's he's really not. He's a good fit on that team. He's really great, uh, like placeholder he's for Curry when he good. goes to the bench. He's gonna be an all star. He hasn't been good, good in this series. No, he's had a bad series. And that's how not. I determine if players are good. For those of you that don't always <laughs> listen to this show, is if I I don't watch all kinds of NBA games. I watch all the Celtics games. So when I see them play the Celtics, I'm like, this guy's good. This guy's not. And I and I stick to it. Like Levine, I think that guy sucks. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. sucks. They, they he they they had a better team around him this year, and he still sucked. Levine did not suck. He was an really? all star. How how well did they do this year? Sam, they, this they is went just... far, didn't they? All right, your definition of suck is not a, like a, a it's a, it's a high winner. standard. It's, it's a ridiculous. Not, it's not standard. a championship. It's, He's it's not being able to actually contribute to win he made the playoffs he did he made the playoffs dude who cares congrats so, you made the playoffs when okay, over half okay, the league okay, okay. over i'm not 66 percent of the league gets a chance to make the playoffs with the plan i'm not this is not, not even even not without the plan over half the league makes the playoffs i i'm not having this argument right now because it's pointless and i it's ridiculous um moving on i mean i, I wanted to talk about steph curry more in the defense but in turn Andrew Wiggins was ridiculous. Yeah, I've had enough five. of that too. He, he was good in game four too. He had 17 and he's, 14. Or I mean, he's playing great. 16, something crazy like that. Yeah, he has, no, he has no business playing this good. It's starting to get really annoying. It's crazy. This is, I mean, this is approaching like Middleton-ish Smith. Like, all right, like, let's all calm down a minute. You know, cut it out. This is uncalled for. If if Curry didn't like have the crazy game four, Wiggins could be the Finals MVP. I, I think. No, I was going to say I think he could be, but he definitely can't. He if, can't. If, if Curry's been wins, kind of consistent. And, he's been the second best been, player on their yeah. team, and it's not like he's been like the second best player, and there's a huge gap. Like he's been very very good. Like he's scoring well, he's rebounding well, he's his defense is severely underappreciated. Like he's making life hell for Jason Tatum, um, even though Tatum should still be making these looks because he is Jason Tatum. Uh, but I mean, Wiggins deserves a ton of credit. He's played phenomenal. Draymond Green, unfortunately, figured it out a little bit, at least offensively. Um, in Game Five, he was better than usual. Um, I did want to talk about the refs briefly, not from the perspective of they cost the Celtics to the game because they very clearly didn't. But from the perspective of that two minute stretch was absolutely horrendous. Like even like Warriors fans, like that was, that was awful. 
Like I was seeing neutral fans on Twitter saying, what the fuck is going on? Right. Cause like, I'm trying to think of where it started. Like, excuse me. I think Even the, dating, first, the first half going, of the fall was um, Grant getting called for a trip on Gary. That's what Payton. I was going to say. That didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. Gary Payton tripped over himself. Um, there was Emi Udoka getting called for the weakest tech I've ever mm-hmm. seen in a game, like even like regardless of postseason or regular season, like that was a terrible tech for a guy that uh, from what I've seen pretty much defends the, the notion of stop complaining, just play through it. Right. Like that, that's generally his thought process. So it was whack to see him get a tech for that. Smart's tech looked weak too. Smart. He got, he, you see what happened, right? He was talking to his teammate. He was talking to like I Tatum or Brown. I didn't see that close, but even like what I saw, like if he was talking to the ref, he didn't like look like he was even screaming at him. Like, no, he turned, he turned to Mark Davis and he goes, I was talking to my teammates. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like th- there was a useless tech. And then Marcus got like the, the, the back to back of Marcus, not getting the push off call on clay, which was, I mean, very clearly a chicken wing elbow, which if you want to call it, a foul or not a foul they that's the point i'm gonna get to then they call marcus smart for the foul where jordan Poole hugged his arm like it it, it was just so backwards like they they that was so very clearly a one-sided exchange there and then marcus smart also got a tech after not even after the celtics like committed a foul like the warriors committed a foul and marcus got a tech it was just a ridiculous sequence of events and then even the udoka tech the other refs didn't even realize that he got a tech because they weren't even like setting up for the, the free throw like that. That's how weak it was. It, it was just such a weird mi- couple minutes of exchange and then dating back to the grant thing in the Doka tech. It, it was just terrible officiating in that sense. And again, not the reason the Celtics lost, but that one little patch of just awfulness was enough to leave a, a stench. It's just it's it's interesting to watch. It's frustrating at times. Celtics didn't do themselves any favors, but just going back to the text, seeing the way Draymond has talked to the refs throughout this series and screamed at people and things like that. And he's got what one tech. I mean, dude literally ran into the Celtics bench and didn't get that. That wasn't a tech And the game <laughs> was over. If Marcus Smart did that to the Warriors, that was tech hundred percent. He would have gotten a tech. Million if it percent. was, if, if they did, it shouldn't have been a tech to me. That's not a tech. But I'm, I, I'm I know regardless I know of if saying. he would have, if Marcus had done that and ran into the Warriors bench at that moment of the game, he would have gotten a tech. I mean, you can't convince me otherwise. And regardless of whether you think he would have or not, from the way the game was being called, he would have gotten a tech. It's just it's like going back to the first game of him saying, "I get treated different." That's that's it, right? Him getting to walk and follow Jason Tatum into the bench and stare him down. You don't. You can't just walk into the well, opposing he's, team's he's bench. He's also fouled out of two games. Three I don't, games. Yeah, because he's hacking. What, what is that? What is that argument? He's he's fouling. All of them have well, he's been not getting fouls. away with like murder. Well, game two, he got away with murder. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> but like, he's not like consistently like not getting fouls. I mean, he's fouled out three times. He's fouled out three times because he like, deserves to foul out. It's true, but like, there you go. Like, he I'm just saying, foul out. should he foul, foul out quicker? Maybe right. Fouls like, and texts are different in my perspective. Cause, yeah, because techs are subjective. You you decide what's a tech in your head. There's no like, okay, if a player does this exact thing, then it's a tech, unless it's like defensive three seconds. My or point too is, many guys on the floor. Or Ime Udoka you know, talking like to that. the refs for a couple seconds too long, and Marcus Smart talking to his teammates and the refs getting mad at him 
were enough to get attacked, but Draymond Green following Jason Tatum, staring him down and following him into the Celtics area and bench isn't enough. That's ridiculous. Because like that, that, that just objectively doesn't make any sense how those two things previously would be attack and that second one wouldn't be attack. And if you want to say none of them are techs, I agree with you. But you can't call Marcus Smart talking to his teammates for attack and then Draymond Green walking into the opposing team's bench area and staring him down, not attack, right? Like, that's ridiculous. And then on top of that, I saw a bunch of stuff on Twitter. Tony Brothers charged Ime Udoka. You can't incite shit. You're supposed to de-escalate situations and you're starting the situation. Like, that... I didn't see this, but, like... In my mind, I have, and I don't want to see it because I now I have it like a like a. I don't have a video in my that's mind what, that's, that's what, like yeah. Tony Brothers like ready to murder somebody, and to me that's funny. One, I hope they bring in Scott Foster because he rules, and uh, statistically he's like the best official. Like statistically, he gets like the most calls correct. Um, but he, he Who, also, Foster has, or oh Brothers? yeah, Foster's fire. He's Foster, got the, yeah. he's got the hype videos on Twitter that Tony I, Tony Brothers always, is an idiot. No, Tony Brothers is like, he's awful. He's, he's horrendous. But Scott Foster's fire and there's no getting, I don't mind here. Scott Foster. He's, just I love funny. Scott. He's, Foster. A, he's more a meme than me. Complaining he has leaned into people knowing who he is and it's the best thing ever. And if you don't like Scott yes. Foster, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, no, I don't really care about Scott Foster. He's more of a mean. Tony Brothers is horrendous, though. He's absolutely awful. And Udoka, when asked about it after the game, about Brothers charging him, he said he didn't like that I pointed at him. And so Udoka pointed it. I, I can picture that in your head. Udoka pointing at Tony Brothers and Tony Brothers charging him, which is just not what you're like. You can't do that as a like, You can't start initiate a situation like it was it was awful. And again, I'm going to keep saying this just so it doesn't get misconstrued. That was not the reason the Celtics lost the game. They lost the game for themselves because they were bad. But that those instances of refereeing was atrocious. And I think Keith said something like this. The fact that Tony Brothers can ref two finals games with the amount of refs they had, but not only that, but refs two finals games in the same city for the same home team. What? Like Tony Brothers just needs to be fired. Tony Brothers got to go. He, he's awful, regardless of winning or losing, home bias, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Obviously, not the reason the Celtics lost. Not an excuse for Celtics fans to complain. For the sake of the general NBA, Tony Brothers has to go. He's awful. He's 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 terrible. It's it's ridiculous. I think if you really want to like put out a, a solution for officiating. You should just have one. Release the stats. No, 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 no. You should just have one crew do the whole finals. Sure, that's fine too. Just have one crew do it. That's what uh, Major League Baseball does with the World Series. They have one umpire crew for the World Series. There's no reason why you need to have multiple crews. These dudes aren't out there like playing tackle football and need a week's rest. I can see that. I'm sorry. The other thing. Why do you need to rotate these guys for? Give me a break. My other thing is you release the stats for all these players, the two minutes reports, all this stuff. Release the stats of what refs misses the most calls. I like, think and I understand do. that's an, I think because that's not public. It's not public. I don't know why I've seen Scott Foster as the highest percentage out of everyone. Then I don't know that I know that. for a fact I've seen. I found stats of which refs have home and away biases. Like no, which stats there are numbers for. You know, home team uh, against yes, the spread. I've seen those. Up. Like, there's all that stuff. No, like 
there's legitimate statistics that I have seen. I don't know where. What is it called? I don't what know. I, I don't up? remember. I NBA saw the referee statistics. And and I NBA saw like Twitter. he has the highest percentage of correct calls. Scott Foster. He is objectively, statistically the best official. Scott Foster correct calls. Maybe if I could put that in Twitter, it'll come up. Yeah, no, okay. I'm just, I just want to find the stats because I think Let's it'd be see. interesting. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this now. <laughs> I mean, it's not important. It's just me getting mad at Tony Brothers, and again, not why Celtics lost. I'm going to keep saying that, but it's just I don't know. It's very frustrating to watch him make it a ref show every two seconds because he likes the airtime. Uh, yeah, what is just... this? <laughs> yeah, crazy. All right, what are you what are you googling? This this is, it's I googled <laughs> which NBA Uh-oh. referees are most accurate. Say that again. Oh. I said which NBA oh, okay, okay, okay. referees are most accurate. Is NBA this a referee right here? We're we're just this is we're, we've gone down a dark rabbit hole at this point. <laughs> This is not, I found something I on Reddit. I, I swear to God, I saw it on Twitter. I believe you. I believe you. It, it's not important at this point. But anyways, um, I really don't have much else to say. I've said everything. Stop turning the ball over. Stop, like, And I'll steal your word again. Stop being the absolute worst and you win a game. Yeah, and that's basically Literally, don't it. be the worst. Don't be the absolute worst. Don't don't yeah. like be the worst you could possibly be. And you, you would be up 3-2 or you'd have already won. It's, yeah. it's, it's not rocket science, man. It's really not like this team is capable of more than they are showing right now, which is the frustrating part. There's getting beat and being the inferior team. And that is not the case right now. Golden state deserves credit. Hell yes. They have taken every chance they have been given. They took advantage in game four when the Celtics let them hang around the entire game. They took advantage yesterday in game five when the Celtics didn't close out the third quarter and they lost a five-point lead in the closing minutes of that quarter and then never looked back. And not to mention the whole first half that they just – I mean, me, you, Tim, and KJ could have went out there and played just as well. (laughs) The first quarter was the worst part. Yeah, Like you said, the second quarter. I think the second quarter was actually a good quarter. It was just annoying that they lost it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Anyways. That's another instance. Um, Like, you were (laughs) were like kind of good in the second quarter, but you were bad enough to where – you were playing great defense, and you got it to six, and you went. The, the shots just weren't play. there. The shot just wasn't there. Like they were getting good looks, and that was the main thing. It was just it wasn't falling. Um. Anyways, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Hopefully, we'll have a podcast I mean, we'll have after Game Six. We'll have one after Hopefully Game Six. Hopefully, it'll be a happy just... podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we're talking about Game Seven and not talking about the off season, uh, because I know Sam's dreading the day that we have to start talking about the draft. Because that is coming, Sam. Draft is in well, nine days. I, you know, I've I've watched a fair amount of college this year. You've watched probably watched more than me. I've the difference is you've probably watched more than me, and I've probably done oh, more you've research. researched. That, that's the, that's the, researched that's the research. I never studied a day in my life. <laughs> that's true. All right, I believe you. I I was similar in school, but I I enjoy. Thought it was a waste of time about drafts. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Follow from Rafters Pod on Twitter, and I'll throw it up to Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're probably on YouTube, watching on Guy Boston or Bannertown if you are. Make sure you leave us a like and subscribe to the channel. That way you can see all the newest pods and uh, also our pregame streams where our, they're, 
they're now on Facebook again, which is pretty great. And, yes, you know, we're live before every game, a half hour. We've done the halftime streams, which I argue are better than the, the pregame streams because I, I'm always fired up on the halftime stream. I'm always upset regardless. Like, they could be winning, fun. and I come in, and I'm just like, dude, like, they should be up 30. <laughs> and half the time, it's true. It's it's still know, true. With all the things they do right, they still do all, like, these dumb things. Regardless, if you're listening on some streaming service, make sure you follow the pod. That way you get all the newest episodes. Um, and, you know, Jack's been real consistent tweeting them from the new pod account or the revived pod account from Rafters Pod. Uh, yep. You'll get all of them there. We'll retweet them. So if you want that, you can follow Jack at Jack's Money NBA. He's retweeting the pod. He's writing articles. He's doing all of it. Uh, you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. I complain a lot that write the occasional article now and getting into like a rehab for laziness. And, uh, you know, that's our show for today, Bob. Check, check, go.